Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated General Grabber ATX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. The Volume. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Friday May 12th, and oh my freaking goodness. I don't even know where to begin the podcast. The Jets schedule is out, and we are going to talk about that. I was very excited about the Jets earlier this week. Uh, It's been diminished just a little bit when you look at their first six games. Holy hell. But under no circumstances can we start the podcast with the NFL when we had an absolutely insane night in the NBA. It feels like every night is insane in these playoffs. I liken these playoffs to the NCAA tournament where it's just upsets galore and madness happening everywhere. We're going to get to the Celtics and my guy, Jason Tatum, delivering in the fourth quarter after not delivering at all for three quarters. But I don't think I can start anywhere else but the desert where the Phoenix Suns the favorites to come out of the West when these playoffs begun. Because they got Kevin Durant. They got Chris Paul. They got D-Book. Got absolutely obliterated, humiliated at home by the Denver Nuggets in what has to go down as a foundation-shaking loss for the Suns. It is unfathomable that in back-to-back years... In, if you lose your season's over, playing at home, 
that the Phoenix Suns could go down 30 points at halftime last year against Luka Doncic. This year, last night, well, tonight technically as we record this, against the Denver Nuggets. Folks, I have never seen anything like I saw the end of the first quarter in Nugget Suns. So I'm at this, you know, I'm playing in this soccer tournament coming up. And they had like this thing at this bar and I'm following the first quarter. I'm like, all right, I got to, I got to go watch a game guys. And Phoenix is up late first quarter, 24, 23. The Denver Nuggets go on a 17 to nothing run, just staggering 17, nothing run on the road. And they completely pull away from the Kevin Durant, Devin Booker led Phoenix Suns. And it was never a game after that. That Dallas game shocked me last year. Now, I was in a playoff game in my men's league, so I didn't actually see the first half. I got home for the second half, but that was over. This one, when you're witnessing it, it's like, oh my gosh, Jokic, he's pretty damn good. In the first quarter, quarter, Jokic had 14, 5, and 4 in the first quarter. Now, I probably should add the Suns were without DeAndre Ayton, their center, who had a, a bruised rib. That's what they're calling it. If you went on social media, you saw what George Carl, the former long-time NBA coach, said. So there was a report that DeAndre Ayton will not play due to a rib injury. George Carl, like I'm talking like a long-time coach in this league, quote tweeted it and just wrote the word weak. Now, I don't know if that's weak-minded, weak physically, soft, whatever the hell it was. It was a shot at DeAndre Ayton. So in a closeout game, and listen, I like Monty Williams a lot. I don't think he, I hope he's not the fall guy. But in a closeout game at home, Monty Williams had to start Jock Landale, who was admirable, and Cameron Payne, who had the game of his life. He had 31 points, but it was all, most of it was when they were down 15-20. He had seven threes. Devin Booker was nowhere to be found. Four of 13. just, Just didn't play well at all. Nothing was falling. It was it was rough. His shot, like getting good looks in the lane. Basically, everything that he got in games three and four that went in missed in game six. And Kevin Durant is going to be the focus of a lot of podcasts and radio shows and TV shows because KD, who was traded to the Suns, I'll never forget. It was Super Bowl week. I was in a cab going somewhere, and I started getting texts. KD traded, and it was like, holy cow. Well, the Suns are the favorites. Kevin Durant started a closeout game, one of 10. Ended up hitting a bunch of shots, but it didn't matter. Finished with 23, who cares? Could not score during the 17-0 Nuggets run. Denver runs away and hides. They drop, yes, 81 points on the Den- on the Phoenix Suns in Phoenix. In game six. Now, again, they were down two starters, but again, Chris Paul, they played without him. They won without him. I I don't think the Chris Paul loss was huge. I will say the eight loss was kind of significant. I think the Nuggets shot like 61% in the first half. They ended up shooting 53%. They got whatever they wanted. They got to the foul line a lot. 29 of 31. Folks, listen, I know not a lot of people stayed up. East Coast are like, what am I staying up to 12, 15 on a work night? to watch Nikola Jokic. I get it. I I totally understand that. I'm just going to tell you. Like, there's no debate. Jokic is the best center in the league. Uh, Respect to Joel Embiid, who tries really hard um, and, 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 you know, was the MVP of the league. He he had an okay game 
I didn't think he was impactful late against the Celtics, but Nikola Jokic is the best big man in the league. And he just dominated. These are a couple of the lines that Jokic had in this series. 30, 17, and 17. 53 points and 11 assists. And then in games five and six, after the series was 2-2, he had a triple-double, 29 points, 13 boards, 12 assists, and another triple-double, 32, 10, and 12 assists. The guy is an animal. And you never want to go overboard. Now they get a bunch of rest. We'll see what happens with Lakers and uh, Warriors tonight. But I know Draymond has handled Jokic in the past, but that was also without Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. Jokic is on another level right now. I mean, good luck to Kevon Looney or Draymond Green against Jokic. And I'm saying that because I think the Warriors have a good chance. We'll get to the Wiggins injury and all this stuff. Anthony Davis has been getting lauded all around for his great defensive play in the postseason. Although, he, uh, I don't want to say he's running out of gas. That's not right. But Anthony Davis has not been as dominant in the last two games as he was, say, in the Memphis series or in game one against the Warriors. Listen, fatigue is surely a factor. Anthony Davis is a really, really good player, undeniable. But I do believe he will be struggling mightily to handle Jokic inside. Uh, And I'm going to point this out. It probably doesn't mean a whole hell of a lot. In the first three games of the series, Anthony Davis blocked four shots, three shots, four shots. You want to know what he's done in the last two games? Zero blocks. I'm not saying he's wearing down. He had 23 points in each of those games, looked good offensively, but he's just getting gassed chasing around Curry on the perimeter. Don't think Jamal Murray won't be doing much of the same. Denver is the best team in the West. I don't know who else had Denver winning this series. I might have been on an island. Rob G knows it. I think Rob G liked Denver. But Denver, by a mile, was a better team than the Phoenix Suns. Now, you could argue, well, what if we had Aiton? What if we had CP3? Fine. You didn't. How could you you rely on them? Again, I'm not for burying Monty Williams, a guy who is an outstanding coach. I definitely think this Chris Paul situation, now his contract is not fully guaranteed. I think Chris Paul's in jeopardy of going elsewhere. And I think if there's any way, shape, or form they could trade DeAndre Ayton, they would do it in a heartbeat. If you've got to accept pennies on the dollar, I think you do it. Because, folks, the way Jokic abused him in this series, and then he, again, I don't know if you guys remember this Chicago Bears playoff game, but I believe it was Jay Cutler in an NFC title game. And, like, he suffered an injury in the game, but it, like, it didn't look like an obvious injury. Like, there was no, oh, my gosh, it's a pulverizing hit, or his leg got bent backwards, none of that. And then Cutler was basically pulling the Roberto Duran, like, no mas, no mas, I, I can't do this. I can't play out. I'm hurt. And everybody's like, dude, uh, where, why, how are you not playing? You tell, We can't even see anything. Like, it's weird. You know, there's the cult of sports fans who say, play through anything, Michael Jordan flu game. Tape it up, put some what it was, put some tussin on it, get your butt out there and win the game. Right? This is what you're out here for. You're a gladiator in the arena. Go win. Don't tell me how hurt you are. Go win. And Aiden didn't play. And something's got to change when you go losing six in the finals. Last year you get smoked by Dallas at home as the number I think they were the number one seed. And then this year. You know, I know there was the upheaval. KD didn't play a whole hell of a lot of games. 
I think he had played eight or ten games with the Suns in the regular season. It was a small number. Whatever. This ain't about that. Denver's just a better team. Uh, KCP, awesome game. Jamal Murray, 26. Jokic, the trip dub. Porter Jr., who they basically try to get going early, and he wasn't making his shots. And you're like, ooh, this could be one of those games. Aaron Gordon not really scoring. And then Bruce Brown. By the way, Bruce Brown. Like, I would say he pulled a Lonnie Walker when he had 25 a couple games ago. But Bruce Brown, did you see that block of Booker? Booker rises up in the middle of the lane for his patented, like, mid-range. And Bruce Brown, like, could see him setting it up and came over and blocked the shot from behind when, like, Booker was getting his form. I mean, Bruce, Bruce Brown, bad, bad man. 13 points in 31 minutes. And he took 13 shots, whatever. But he was plus 26. Plus 26. Like, the the narrative was the Nuggets don't have a bench. Well, Christian Brown, I think it's spelled B-A-R-U-N. The kid who went to Kansas. But I think it's pronounced Braun. He He's a solid seventh man. Okay? They don't have an eighth. Je- Uncle Jeff Green. I don't know, guys. It's basically Bruce Brown coming off the bench. And that's all they need. This Nuggets team it certainly has to be the favorites in the West. I know you're facing LeBron, NAD, but that's another excruciating series for them. If the Lakers don't win tonight, I believe the Nuggets will have four days rest when they then host at altitude a Lakers or Warriors team that just went seven. And by the way, the Warriors went seven in the first round. So you'll, one of those two teams is going to be exhausted, and the other is just going to be very tired. So Denver, Rob G, is looking, looking really damn good. Looks like they're headed to the finals. And I, I'm not going to—I'm going to save my Kevin Durant thing for after after you go. I, I'm just curious your thoughts on, on Jokic and this Denver team. Oh, they're awesome. I mean, shout out to them for allowing me to spend some family time, you know, on Thursday night because I was able to kind of shut the game off at halftime. You know, it was it was over and done with. Um, they're really good, man. Like, Jokic is, for my money, the most dominant offensive center I've seen since Shaq. Obviously, they play totally different styles, but it seems like, similarly to Shaq, there is nothing you can do with him. Mm. Shaq was just the brute force. Just physically, you know, you can't stop him. Jokic, it's not, the, I mean, physically, I'm sure, because he's, he's a big, big guy, but... You want to play him in the post, he can kill you. You want to play him at the pinch post, he's going to kill you. You want a double team, he's going to pass out of it, and, and he was one of the best passers we've ever seen. You want to have him play at the top of the key and orchestrate from there, he can do that, and he can shoot the three. Like, he can do everything offensively. And to see the way that they, when they're humming, which they were in that first quarter and the second quarter especially, it's beautiful basketball. Like, it's it's probably the best in the league and so they deserve all the credit that they're going to get you know into tomorrow and and over the weekend um they definitely look like the best team in the nba and they've looked like that during these these playoffs and um it's ultimately going to come down to matchups because as you mentioned if they get the lakers i think anthony davis probably gives Jokic more problems him and mb are probably two guys who give him the most problems on both sides of the floor of anybody in the nba and um golden state showed last year that the way that their offense works, it gives Jokic a million problems on the defensive end at least. So any um, advantage Denver has on on offense, they lose on defense against Golden State. So 
it's going to be interesting. Whoever they face, I I would think Denver should and will be the favorite no matter what. But oh yeah, they're they're really good, man. Um, let me just, you know, I like Kevin Durant, and we have gone back and forth on the uh, IG DMs. I haven't talked to him in, in a while. It's been over six months for sure. But you know, started one for ten. Didn't really, not really a factor. Every time he would score, after he started one for 10, he would look up at the scoreboard and there was just like no response. It was just like, oh, you know, in his head, he's probably like, shit, we're still down 27, you know. KT's 34, Rob. He turns 35 in September. I'm looking at some of his recent seasons and I don't know. This is, you just, I mean, Tell me the la- I don't know. I, maybe I'm. Maybe there is a day a game I'm missing. But the all time greats. Like I know there was the uh, Memorial Day massacre. That was before your time, where the Celtics beat the Lakers in an NBA Finals game by like one forty eight to one fourteen or something. But that was like game two. Show me a closeout game where an all time great gets obliterated at home by thirty. Just, just, just like find it. Like, it obviously didn't happen to Jordan. Um, maybe early in his career. I don't even know. But, again, losing by 30 at home. And now if you want to get real fun, you could say, wow, favored, because Phoenix was favored. Like, this is not supposed to happen to superstars. Denver is a really, really good team. But find me the game where Steph Curry gets blasted in his prime, supposedly, in a closeout game by 30. Now, maybe it happens tonight in Iana, or game six against... Maybe it happens. Rob, I don't, I don't know what to make of Durant. I, I do believe he's an all-time great, undeniably. But this guy played on some really damn good OKC teams. And yes, they got screwed by injuries. Him one year, Russell Westbrook in the playoffs the next year. Then the idiot trades James Harden. Like, what do you want to do? Goes to Golden State, wins. Best player on the best team. Awesome. Two final MVPs. The Brooklyn move clearly screwed up his career. Now, he was coming off the injury, so he had to miss a year anyway. But never delivered in Brooklyn. Kyrie and James Harden were hurt. Toe was on the line against the Bucks. Forces his way out. Lands in Phoenix. And they get smashed. And I mean just pummeled. By Denver. I, what are we to do with that? Like, I, I, I'm of the belief that you can't drop guys, Rob. Once they get to a certain stature, right? Like Curry cemented in my book as top 10. He can't drop with like, a, even if he has a bad game six, he's not dropping in my book. He's done enough that he can only go up, right? LeBron for me, he can't drop. He has established himself. These superstars, I can't drop KD, but I certainly can't vault him into the top 10. I just can't. I, I want to. I love KD's game. He's amazing to watch, but... I don't know, Rob. Is this a guy who elevates the play of others? That's a huge difference to me with LeBron and Jordan. I don't think Jordan ever elevated teammates. Now, if you want to say he fought his way through teammates and you know mentally got in their head, that's another story. But in terms of on the court, LeBron elevates everyone, right? We know that. It's one of his great signatures, like assists. Elevates everyone around him. Does Kevin Durant make players around him better? I think it's it's not a, like a knock that I'm not bashing him. I'm just asking a question. Some guys are scoring assassins, and Durant does other things. He rebounds, he defends, 
He's a he's a good passer. He, a couple years ago in Brooklyn, he averaged six point four assists per game. Like he's a good passer. But like the way Curry elevates his opponents or his teammates is he spaces the floor to like thirty feet. He doesn't ever stop running. He's constantly moving, and because of Steph Curry's gravity drawing everybody out to him, everybody else gets layups. Tell me what Kevin Durant does to elevate his teammates. Well, that's a loaded freaking question. Um, look, Kevin Durant as a singular talent, mm-hmm. for my money, is a top 10 player all time. Okay. At his size, what he can do, he is absolutely incredible. Scorer or player? Player. Because okay. he defends well. He defends too. He defends well, yes. The yes. length enables him to block. Yes. Um, it, it, this specific situation, I mean, your point is well taken, right? You know, his history will tell you that Maybe leading a team is not necessarily his bag. He he's the kind of guy who would just rather blend in. He said that you know publicly in, yeah, in various interviews. I just want to play ball, and that's yeah. what he does. He leads by example, okay. and that's anybody. Fine. Can, anybody can play ball, KD. Right, and that's fine. Win? But but on the teams that he was on before, you know, I we we found this out now. You can't really win it at a the highest level if your leader is Russell Westbrook. Right, we've learned now that you can't win at the highest level if your team leader is James Harden, if your team leader is Kyrie Irving. Like, that's just, that. it has to be Kevin Durant, right? And that's just not who he is. Um, but as it relates to this specific situation, I don't know if we can lay it on Kevin Durant's feet. I mean... No, I'm not blaming we, him. No, uh, no yeah, not at but all. It's just, well, you know, we, we've talked about this going back since the beginning of the playoffs. The Phoenix Suns were so thin, and Monty Williams insisted on playing his guys... 42 43 45 minutes a night that this was almost inevitable if it didn't happen tonight it might have happened in game seven it happened in game seven it wouldn't happen in game four of the western finals like there was no way this team was going to win a championship as constructed with their style of play they were going to have their legs give out from them and that's exactly what happened you know Devin Booker and and Kevin Durant looked like they were running in mud in that first half and we joked on yesterday's pod that, you know, the recipe for them to win in this series was KD and, and Devin Booker got to score 70 points, right? Like that was the, the, the tagline. And if you look at the game logs, the only two games that they actually won, they both scored combined over 70 yeah. when they combined in the mid fifties, which is still nothing to sneeze at. You'd be really, I mean, when LeBron and AD score in the mid fifties, Lakers usually win and they got dusted every one of those times. Like, it wasn't just that Kevin Durant and Devin Booker could be good. They had to be otherworldly for them to beat this Denver Nuggets team. That's fair. So, in historical sense, I understand exactly what you're saying about KD, and and this is not a good look for him. By the way, I looked it up. uh, Kobe in 2008, they got blown out in Game 6 against Boston on the road, though. It wasn't at home, so I guess that's a little bit different. Of the finals? Yes. Yeah, yeah, no, road and home different. Yeah, yeah you can't so that get, was different. You can't get waxed at home by 30. That's but, um, um Phoenix was, radio guy, hold on, just posted this on um, Devin Booker in closeout games. So, in game six of the finals, game seven last year against Dallas, and this game right here. In three elimination games, he's averaging 14 points per game. 14. So I'm not laying it at the feet of, of KD. Um, I'm not laying it at the feet of Booker. Obviously, they were down two starters, but again, losing by 30, <laughs> that's, that's freaking embarrassing, bro. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, 
That grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. All right, let's go to the other game, the early game. Philly and Boston. A game in which I thought Boston, you know, played a great first half. They're rolling and hitting threes. Everything's looking good. And then next thing you know, Philadelphia start coming back. And I'm waiting like, oh, maybe now Jason Tatum will wake up. He started one of 13. Rob G had a funny, hilarious prediction on yesterday's pod. If you were listening over under baskets for Tatum in the first quarter, because he had missed every shot in the first quarter for two straight games. And I scoffed at him. I was like, over, come on. I think he said one half. Yeah, half. No wonder it was half. Not, he didn't make one shot in the first quarter. Uh, I think he started one of 13. And then all of a sudden, Sixers are leading. And you're like, my gosh. I, this is a brutal way to go out for my guy Tatum. He just got named first team all NBA for, I think, back-to-back years. And you know the famous line in the postseason, I think it's credited to Pat Riley. You play eight, but you trust seven, and you maybe even shrink it as the series goes on. You just, you don't really trust a lot of dudes. Boston played seven guys. Grant Williams, so instrumental in that game seven win over the Bucks last year. He didn't even get on the court. And interestingly enough, Malcolm Brogdon came off the bench, good game, kept him in it for a while, hit four threes, and Tatum erupts for 16 points in the fourth quarter. 
hit back-to-back threes that really changed the game. They were losing. He hits back-to-back threes. And folks, stop me if you've heard this before. On the other end of the court, James Harden was 4 of 16, 0 for 6 on threes, 5 turnovers, so that's more turnovers in baskets, and 13 points. A vintage James Harden postseason performance. Embiid, listen, Embiid was good, but not great. 26 and 10. Tobias Harris with a quintessential $34 million guy. One of seven in 42 minutes. One of seven. This is at home. Philly had, like, Rob, can you think of a team, I think they scored like 121 points two days ago in Boston. They were held to 86. Now, I don't even think it was great Boston defense. Because I'm watching that game and Philly getting some open-ass looks. 8 of 34 from deep, 23%. Now, the great stat on Boston, I had to write this down. So when Boston shoots over 40% on threes, which they've done a lot of this season, they are 34-2. and When they don't shoot 40%, they're 29-28. and Well, what did you know it? They shot 42% from three, and they got the dub. It really is, Rob. A three-point league. That's, I mean, that's all the Celtics do now. We're just shooting threes, and we're doing layups. I thought Robert Williams had a good game. Horford can't throw it in the ocean. And Boston wins. Philadelphia fans have to be sick to their stomach. Rob, don't look, but can you guess the line for game? Let's see when it is. Uh, oh, my gosh. They're pushing it to Sunday? <laughs> I thought it would be Saturday. Yeah. I don't know who that favors, but probably Embiid. Um, so the spread for game seven, your guess, uh, Boston minus six and a half. Hmm. Not bad. Seven. Ah, I'm getting good at this. Yeah. I, I don't know what to make of seven. I mean, do they really think Harden's going to totally no show again? Like, I, I guess given the history, you've got to consider it. Um, but it's not like the Celtics have played great. I mean, they were down in the fourth quarter, I think down three at one point. P.J. Tucker had some open looks. Um, Maxie had a couple open looks. Like, I mean, that place was ready to erupt. I thought um, I thought Philadelphia had a shot, man. And, and, and Boston, Tatum, you know, boy, I, I don't know what it is about Tatum. He really rankles people. For whatever reason, nobody likes him anymore. Is that a Boston thing? Or is it just they don't like Tatum? Um yeah, Tatum was one of 13 through three quarters. And then when it matters, you know, show this tape to D-Book. You know, there's like four minutes left. Philly's down two, and then Tatum hits a three right in Embiid's mug. And it's like, oh, my gosh, finally Tatum. And Philly doesn't score. Tatum comes right back down, step back on Maxi, who's like a good defender. And it was just like, Tatum is here. And again, folks, I don't like Boston. I don't like Boston anything. Tatum hit another three after that. And it was just like, oh, my gosh. I don't like any Boston teams. Any. I don't like Boston as a city. Like, I just, I'm sorry. It's nothing. I'm sure we have some listeners of Boston. I, I, I don't hate them. I just, as a New Yorker, I'm conditioned to not like Boston sports. And I love me some Jason Tatum. Now, it could be, Rob. You remember we had his trainer on last year? Um, Drew Hanlon. Yep. And he raved about a really good interview, if you want to go back and, and look it up. Um, he just raved about the work ethic and where Tatum came from, and what he's become. And I'm just telling you guys, like, 
I still maintain he will win an MVP award. I think, you know, I know it's going to be tough with Luka in his prime. When Benyama's coming, he got next. Giannis is still pretty damn good. But this, this, this is two straight years in game six when the Celtics needed someone to step up. Last year against the Bucs, I think he had 45. And in the final five minutes, he had like 14 points against the Sixers on the road. That's a clutch, Rob. I know you're not a Tatum guy, but that's friggin' clutch. Who said I'm not a Tatum guy? I mean, I'm a Laker fan. I hate Boston, obviously. Yeah, but Jason Tatum is, from now and you know for the next foreseeable future, is forever known as future Laker Jason Tatum. Oh, I mean, we don't, we don't even got to Photoshop the jerseys on him because they already exist. He did that photo shoot, remember, in, in, for Nike in a, in a co or the NBA. He's wearing a Kobe jersey and he's doing the, the pose. So I don't even got to Photoshop Jason Tatum in a Lakers jersey. There, it already exists. Okay. Um, but no, he was. I, I I think it was BetMGM or one of those betting websites had a funny uh, tweet. It said uh, Jason Tatum had the ultimate waiting until the absolute last minute to get the project done game. Because he was first three quarters, you know, one for 13. And then the fourth quarter, he was four for six. Um, he was fantastic. And it was obviously it wasn't as good as his game six in, in Milwaukee last season. That one was one of the all-time great performances we're ever going to see from anybody yeah. in a playoff game. But in this game, in this specific instance, when he didn't have it going, it wasn't like, hey, Jason Tatum was clutch because he was clutch all game and he just had it and like, we're going to ride him all the way home. That's not what it was. He was the opposite of clutch. He was struggling. Uh, like I, if if they had, if if there was a regular season game, he'd been on the bench. I don't, I don't, with Boston. Yeah, his, I think his total was like 29 and a half and I, I bet the over. And I was like, yeah, like if, if this was not a do or die elimination game, he would have been benched. Like that's how poorly he was playing. Well, I don't, I don't know about benched. He's their best player. I don't one, want to hear Jalen Brown. One for 13. Jalen Brown's good. You're one not benching him, man. Would you have benched Kobe when he was struggling? If if it wasn't a playoff game of this, yeah. Because it's not like they don't have other options. Like, Boston's probably the deepest team in the league. And and you can, I mean, Marcus Smart had it going. Jalen Brown was okay, right? Um, You mentioned Rob Williams was really good. No, Marcus Smart, by the way, had a really good game. Yeah. I thought he was excellent. 22-7-7. And seven and seven. Yeah. Absolutely. And But credit to Jason Tatum, who didn't have it going, never lost confidence in himself, and insisted, look, I'm still the guy. I can still hit these shots. Get me the ball, and I'll make it happen. Yeah. And that's something that you can't teach. That's something that you can't you know, develop over time. Either you have it or you don't. But also and to want those shots. Exactly. Some people would shy away, bro. Exactly. And he's like calling for the ball. There is a little Kobe in my guy, Jason Tatum. That's why he's future Laker Jason Tatum. <laughs> Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. 
or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Goodyear test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, speaking of uh, Kobe, so Friday night, tonight, we got two games. Uh, Heat Knicks, I'm sorry, I can't dive into this. I would be shocked if the Heat blew this game, Rob. Yep. Okay. Uh, Warriors Lakers. So the Andrew Wiggins news is that something happened to his ribs. Have you seen a clip of where when it happened? I did actually. Well, you were the Twitter sphere is guessing it happened. It was in the fourth quarter. Um, the game's pretty much out of hand, and he goes in for a, a post up over Lonnie Walker. LeBron comes from behind him, and it looked more like a frustration foul than anything because they're about to lose. Okay. And he kind of pushes him a little bit in his back, and it, that may have been where. At least according to Twitter, he injured that rib. Oh. Can I give you a conspiracy theory guy take? Yes. Oh, I see the highlight you're talking about. Where LeBron just, he's in the air. Yep. And LeBron and Lonnie, uh, conspiracy theory take. Buried in deep in the podcast. Warriors, like their chances in this game, don't want to hear about any Anthony Davis chicanery. Oh, AD, what he might have had a concussion. He's not playing good. So they say that this is an injury and and Wiggins is going to gut through it. I don't think this is anything. Come on. There's no way this is serious, is it? I mean, I don't know. I mean, Anthony Slater reported it. He's been on the show. He's very plugged in with the yeah. athletic. I mean, and LeBron does give the two-handed shove, not just one. Right. Which is, LeBron's a big guy. No, you know, if you look back, it's not quite flagrant, but he's in the air. AD could have, or Andrew Wiggins could have sold it and like gone down. Yeah, um, it, it definitely, it, it. I'm not going to say it was dirty, but it wasn't. Listen, if a you do that at play. the uh, when you're playing over there, wherever you live at the LA Fitness over there, Rob, but you do right. that when someone's in the air and you push them, that's a fight. They they're gonna land and be like coming yeah. at you. Yeah, but yeah, that's just not cool. Um, I think he's fine. I, I mean, I'm hoping he's fine. Yeah, can't shoot him up. I mean, for me, something like that. It'd pop three Advil. I'm ready to go. <laughs> uh, Andrew Wiggins might need a shot at what is it? Totorol? Is that the one you got? Totorol. Totorol. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll probably wear a flak. I mean, I, I hope he's obviously. I don't want anyone to be hurt. Um, you can, yeah, play. we want, we want AD healthy. We want yeah. Wiggins healthy. You know, you, you can play with, you know, extra padding. That's not unusual. Um, I think LeBron played with a flak jacket for a whole season because he kept getting pounded in the ribs when he was going to the basket. So you can play with it. You know, we'll just, we'll see how effective he is. 
Either way, so, it's the, the coronation is complete. Lakers are going to roll in game six. Lakers are going to roll. Interesting. I don't even uh, need to see the oh, line. Okay, two and a half everywhere except at Caesars, which is the market low of two. Now, I don't know if that means they got hit by someone and they lowered it or they think there's going to be Golden State money they're anticipating. But uh, we're going to go head-to-head. I got Warriors. Wow. Yeah, okay. they're going to win this. All right. Now, I, we'll see. Uh, you think blowout, huh? I think 12-plus uh, easily. What if AD starts is laboring at the beginning or not looking that into it, you know? You know, earlier on Thursday, I was concerned about what his mental psyche would be and if he'd be willing to be as aggressive, you know, coming off of a woozy head injury. The more I think about it, though, I think the discourse surrounding his injury and the people laughing at him on, you know, TNT and ESPN and other outlets, I think he's going to come out aggressive. But more importantly, I think his teammates are going to come out and pick him up early. Like, I think you're going to see D'Angelo Russell, Austin Reeves. Maybe there's a lineup change. I'm reading something like that from uh, Dave McMenamin saying that there could be some lineup changes. I think they start really fast. You know, start Vanderpool, Vanderbilt? Yeah. And, and, yeah, and been a maybe get out to an early, like, 10, 12-point lead. And then from there, they kind of put the clamps down. I think they end up winning going away. The problem away. is you can't go Rui. That's just too big and slow. Schroeder. The Warriors are already playing tiny. Curry. You know, you don't really, the size doesn't make a difference. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, they haven't been re- rebounding well in the last couple games. Um, at least they're not dominating like they did early. At I'm rate. surprised you're rooting for Warriors here, considering they, the game seven would be on Mother's Day, and you would probably have to TiVo it. No, I think the, mo- oh, jeez, I forgot about Well, I think it would probably be the 3.30 game on Mother's Day. So you oh, run that it by means the- 12 o'clock Pacific? Yeah. Better run it by the misses, my dude. You might have to change who you're rooting for. No, 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 no. We already have a lunch booked. <laughs> Nothing we can do about that. Um, listen, it's the Lakers. I'm sure. Ooh. She'll understand, right? You know, it's no, just no, Mother's no, no. Day. We're not missing the brunch. <laughs> Come on. This is, no, no. I, the, the brunch is amazing. Um, hmm. Interesting. Um, I want to wrap up real quick. Just buzz through the Jets' schedule. I'm not going to go through every schedule. A lot of people don't put a lot of stock in the NFL schedule. This is why I'm putting stock in it. My Jets open up at home against the Buffalo Bills on Monday Night Football. Now, I know a lot of people say that's a loss. I don't necessarily think that. Now, I remember the Bills. Was it last year where they opened with the Rams and smashed them by a ton? Yes. Oh, geez. Yeah, a lot of time to prepare. Divisional matchup, I think the Jets will be okay. Toss-up game for me. Uh, the spread, by the way, if you what are you laughing? A spread, I think, is one and a half or two. So Vegas tends to agree with your boy. Then the Jets travel to Dallas short week uh, because they play Monday. I don't. We'll see. Uh, I'm not scared of Dak Prescott. Next up, they go home for New England. They've they haven't beat the Patriots since 2015, so they'll end that streak. Obviously, then they host Kansas City in Sunday Night Football. So if you're scoring at home, that's two primetime games in the first four weeks. Then they go at Denver in altitude in October in a revenge game for the Broncos because the Jets beat them last year. So also, here are the quarterbacks they're facing, Rob. Josh Allen, Dak Prescott, Mac Jones, Patrick Mahomes, and Russell Wilson. Oh, and by the way, it, week six is the Philadelphia Eagles at home. So essentially, you're facing both Super Bowl teams— Playoff teams in Buffalo and Dallas, four of their first six are against playoff teams from last year. You're definitely facing the best quarterback in the league in Mahomes. Probably the third best in Josh Allen, 
if you have a bro. And then where's Jalen Hurts? He's up there. And, oh, by the way, Russell Wilson, future Hall of Famer. That's a brutal six-game start to the season. If we can get we, I can say we, they're my team. If we can get to three and three to start the season, I'll feel great. Four and two, it's in play. Listen, they, they, uh, Aaron Rodgers owns Dallas. He, they, Dallas has not beat Aaron Rodgers in years. I think like four years. It's only been like three games, but who gives a shit? Um, Rodgers performs well in big-time games. Big-time non-playoff games, I should add. Uh, so, so they can start three and three, Rob. Is that reasonable, or do you think two and four is more likely? Um, I, I think everybody looked at the schedule, and they assumed two and four. And um, that's because we're projecting it based on last season. The thing about the NFL is last season doesn't matter, right? Like it, the, the reason we have a team go worse to first every season teams you think are going to be good or not good. I mean, who would have expected the the LA Rams off a of Super Bowl to be one of the worst teams in football, right? Nobody, yeah. So I think if that defense, a lot of continuity, the offensive line is going to be a big thing for the Jets. If the offensive line can gel, which that's probably going to be the biggest question all season, then I could see them flipping it all the way on his head and going four and two. But yeah, I that's think, in, that's in play. The, the range of outcomes is is wide. So absolutely. I just went just for fun and looked at the Chiefs. Who do they play around the Jets? <laughs> the week before versus the Bears. Week after at Minnesota. Neither of those are circle the circle the game on the calendar. You know, you're hoping that they maybe have a letdown. Let me just check the Eagles real quick. Who they play? Um, the week before and after the Jets. Um, Eagles obviously very. Jeez, week before is oh it's at the Rams on the West Coast. And then the Eagles have to come back for the Jets game. And after that, Eagles-Dolphins, it's nothing big. Damn it. No edge there. Okay, then the Jets have the bye at the Giants, which is basically in the home stadium. I'm going to chalk that up as a win. Versus the Chargers, they get Justin Herbert at home in, another, in a Monday night football game. Then they have Sunday night football against your Raiders in Vegas. And I'm sure if the Jets are doing well, let's say they're – Five and three, six and two, they will say, "Is this the Jets' first stop in Vegas this season?" Because the Super Bowl's in Vegas. Um, I'll pencil that in as a win. Sorry, Rob G. Uh, then they come home, go to Buffalo in November. I'll give them a loss, a rare loss there. Then they have the Black Friday game against the Miami Dolphins. There will be no World Cup around Thanksgiving this year, so we could just focus on NFL, college football. Um, yeah, we'll see. I don't even know if two is going to be standing by week 12. Uh, then it's now. Then it finally softens up. You get Atlanta and Houston back-to-back. So even if you're like in a tough spot, home games against Dome Atlanta in December and against Houston in December should be, should be wins. Then they go to Miami versus Washington, who, again, there's some of these teams, Rob. It's tough to map out late-season games like, I don't know if Tua's going to be playing. I, Jimmy Garoppolo, he does. he's not always healthy. Who's a backup in Vegas? Brian Hoyer. Yeah, bring on Brian Hoyer, please. Um, so I don't know if, to, you know, we get Tua twice late, which is good, because simply we don't know his health status. Now, you don't. You could say, well, you don't know anybody. Well, you know, Tua's got the concussions. That's not the case with everyone. Then versus Washington, another layup. At Cleveland, at Patriots to end the season. Um, hmm. Yeah, now you can see why the total was nine and a half. Somebody in Vegas knew something, right? They always do. 
Uh, listen, nine and eight. I don't know if that's going to get to the playoffs in the uh, in the AFC. But as you said, Rob, like stuff happens. Everybody had Denver ten, eleven wins. Boy, they went five. They were an abomination. Like right now, everybody's bullish on the AFC East. Somebody is not going to be as good next year, guy. I hate to break it to you. Anyways, that's a long podcast. That's a long week. Enjoy Mother's Day weekend. Shout out to all the moms out there. And we'll talk to you Monday. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.